0: In this week's episode, myself and Becca will talk on how to cultivate a genuine spirit in ourselves and where we lead. So grab your cup of coffee and join us around the table for the one who welcomes all.
1: What is up? Welcome to Coffee and Combos. I'm your host, Becca, and tonight I am joined with Josh. Uh, Real quick, before I ask you how you are, if you, our listeners, are not a subscriber, what are you waiting for? Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss anything, any content that we put out. So with that said, Josh, how are you?
0: I am great. I am doing really good. It is a great week so far. Uh, work has been really cool adapting to the new job Mm -hmm. um our life has been amazing
1: yeah
0: we have ebcot coming up this weekend Mm -hmm. let's go food and wine festival slash flower and garden slash walking the world showcase which (laughs) i love and we'll see how it is walking in 90 degree heat with a mask on oh my gosh
1: yeah that's the only part that
0: i'm not looking forward to but yeah uh like becca said if you are not a subscriber hit that subscribe button, leave us a comment, leave us a rating, follow us on Spotify, and we love you guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, also, if you are not a Patreon supporter, we would highly consider um, you to go over to our page, uh, check it out. Um, It's really cool. Patreon is a way to support the arts, and podcasting is an art form. And so on our Patreon page, you can see all the different tiers of support. It's basically a monthly support um, that allows us to make sure this podcast continues to go out. Uh, it allows us to to reach more people, and so your support is is so needed. Uh, and we thank you for those who support us. You guys are amazing, and uh, definitely go check that out. It will the link will be in the show notes. So uh, you'll be able to access it there, uh, and if you just have questions on like where where to find the Patreon page, just send us a message on Instagram, DM us, and we can shoot you the link there, uh, but we thank you guys so much for that, and uh, we're excited. Tonight's topic is going to be really good. First, though, I want to, to make mention, uh, I want to start mentioning a little bit more coffee kind of stuff going on. I know we haven't mentioned like coffees we've been drinking, honestly. With me getting a new job and all this, we have just haven't really had a lot of time to try new coffee, at least at home. But we tried a new coffee oh, shop yeah. in Ocala that I definitely want to make mention of. They are called Buzz and Grind. Um, so if you're in the Ocala area... Um, Definitely check them out. I don't know if they have an online website, um, so I don't think you could go on there and get beans, but if you're in Ocala or you're stopping through, Buzz and Grind is located in downtown Ocala by the Farmer's Market area. Uh, currently, they are open Monday through Saturday, 7 to 12, and uh serve of just incredible drinks. They have not only craft coffee, but they have craft wine and beer. Um, we tried the lavender vanilla latte, mm-hmm. and it was incredible. It was a Rwanda coffee um, that they – I believe they get it from a place – trying to remember where it's in like close to Orlando area it's a roaster but really good solid coffee they make all the syrups in-house um so I thought that was really a nice touch I always appreciate that not that I don't like dislike coffee shops that use you know just regular manufactured syrup I just appreciate when they take the craft of it even up higher i know symmetry with all their syrups does that um and so uh, i'm pretty sure buzz and grind does most of all their syrups house made which is really nice um but yeah definitely check them out um the owners are amazing it's a husband and wife team and uh, it's really cool because it's like this tiny little storage container that they converted into it's basically like a, like a pop-up coffee shop yeah. kind of deal. Um, and they've got... So I, I met there uh, the other day with a friend. Me and Becca had went there on Saturday um, to try it, but also go to the farmer's market. Which, by the way, if you're in Ocala on Saturday, farmer's market is a must. It is so cool. Um, but I met with a friend there, because um, this was their first week of being open, um, like 7 to 12. And so... We got our coffee, and they have, like, these really cool metal high-top um, tables that are, like, built into the ground. And so, like, we we sat at this one area, and it was almost like – it almost kind of looks like a vineyard on the side. Mm-hmm. It's really cool how they did it. So I'm sitting there, and, like, I just glance over, and there's limes. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of, a like, a downtown city, and there's limes. And so I asked the guy, I said, hey – I'm sure this is a real tree. It looks real. I'm like, this is so random. I'm like, is this a lime tree? And he's like, yeah, this is a lime tree. These over here are grapes. That down there is an olive tree. There's a fig tree. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, we're literally in, a, in like, yeah. a market, yeah. which is funny. Um, and I'm pretty sure he said, like, you can pick the stuff. So, anyway, little hint, little secret there. If you're ever in downtown <laughs> Ocala, um, check that out for sure. So, tonight, we are going to talk on um a, a subject that uh, it's just been burdened on my heart lately. It's It's been something that I've always wanted to talk about, but I've never really felt like I could being a part of a church um, because not that the church I was a part of necessarily did this. But other churches I know would do this a lot, and so I didn't want to seem like a church basher, and I don't want to seem that way tonight either. But being out of ministry now, the Lord has really opened my eyes to a lot of things that I was doing wrong personally as far as putting my gifting before him, putting you know what I do in ministry before him. But then he's also shown me things that the church is doing globally that just needs to change. And so tonight we're gonna to talk on crafting or um, cultivating a genuine spirit in ourselves, but more importantly, even where we lead. So this could go all across the board, whether you are in ministry, you're a nurse, a doctor, a real estate agent, whatever, a manager, an associate, um, this is something that we can all do. And it really kind of this, – this whole idea really came to the surface. Um, I was meeting with a friend over coffee, and we're, we're talking. And they were telling me about this church experience they had. They said that they had joined this local church. They felt like, you know, it was a very cool place to be. Worship was great. Messages were great. They, they found people their age to connect with. They're like more young adult central. And so they – Get approached by one of the leaders in the church who directs one of the ministry teams. And, and this person starts taking interest. Hey, I want to have you over, you know, for coffee, and we just want to get to know you. So this young couple, very excited, says, Yeah, you know, so so pumped, so amped. So they have coffee, they they have some common interests, start forming what this young couple thought would be a really great relationship. And then towards the end of the meeting, the guy, the, the ministry leader, says, hey, I would love for you guys to serve on this Sunday. What would you think? Yet again, the young couple thinking, oh, man, here comes someone who has interest in us. They care about us. Yeah, definitely. So they sign up to do it. And this person, as, as we're talking, this friend of mine, <clears throat> begins to just share some pain because he said from that moment on, they started serving and this person never took interest in them again. Yeah. Never really. It besides like a high at church. Um, there was never anything more meaningful. And so this this got my mind going, and it has got the question kind of going in my head. I think oftentimes, not just in church but in society, we will do what I like to call the the salesman pitch. Right? It's it's real good. And it feels authentic, and it feels real, and you and you buy into it. And then when the person realizes they got you, they sell you whatever they're trying to sell you, they don't talk to you anymore. Mm-hmm. They just kind of brush you aside and move on to the next. And I can say this is true for being in ministry. Um, being a pastor, being a leader in ministry, I was required to recruit people. And my leadership style, my approach has always been, because I try to mimic what I would like to be done to other people, I hate the salesman pitch. Absolutely hate it. I think it's disgusting. It's terrible to rope someone into something and then not spend or invest any time into them. So anyone that was ever on my team, I tried my best to see what was really going on in their world, not just recruit them and then just leave them and i feel like in the church especially we're notorious for recruiting people and not really being genuine with them and when i when i say the word genuine it's not just like being who you are wherever that is in the leadership aspect and then being the same person at home behind the scenes behind closed doors no no being genuine is even in that in that secondary approach of following up with people, your friends, your family, uh, making sure every contact is real. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in today's world, people are soul searching and they are wondering if there's anything real, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the church.
1: Yeah,
0: What's your thoughts?
1: Yeah, so I obviously I agree with everything you said. And I think, you know, for people, it's it's about taking a step back and learning how to be intentional listeners and in turn being, being intentional about each action, each interaction that you have with someone. And I know that sounds, can be hard. Like, it's hard to be intentional. It's something yeah. where it doesn't necessarily come easy to you. It's something where you need to... Um, Practice hone that skill. Um, Cause it kind of is a form of art is yeah. that to be genuine and um, to really invest in people, um, which almost sounds silly. I feel like we should just be that way. But unfortunately I think culture has diluted what being real is so much that it has, it has become an art to be yeah. genuine, to be um, truly invested and so, I know for me, there are definitely moments where I could probably do a better job at being more genuine. Oh yeah, um, I me mean, too. I every, everyone can. 100%. You know, you can just always be better. But um, as of late, I've tried my like my best to pay attention to the conversations that I'm having, um, to not walk into conversations if I know that I really can't give them an ear, that no. I can't give them what they deserve that I'll kind of stay away from that conversation until I can, because I don't want to half listen and I don't want to even half care. And I don't even mean that to be like nasty, but if my mind's in like a hundred different ways, I can't, I don't function that way. I can't like give you true attention if I'm trying to do four other things, um, which I think is different than multitasking. When you're, when someone's talking to you or you're listening to someone, it's different than doing a bunch of different tasks. Yeah. You know, when someone's listening to you, you have to – you need to sort of stop what you're doing and actually listen well to them. Yeah. Um, take what they have to say, good, bad, and different. And so in those times where I've had moments of, oh, man, I really got to reach out. I really got to see how this person's yeah. doing. Um, sometimes – I. I don't have time to do it. Um, so I'll hold off. But sometimes it's like, okay, I've got to throw a text out at least or something so that this person understands that, hey, I'm going to be able to have like a full blown conversation with you. But hey, I am listening. Yeah. I care about you and I thought about you. I had a friend just the other day tell me that they had like a huge test coming up, and that test would happen yesterday. And So I had meant to text her, you know, yesterday, but I was like, oh, I know I can't have like a full conversation because I'm like going to pass out. I'm so exhausted. So I was like, okay, I'm going to set like an alarm or I'm going to set something for the next day so that I remember to be intentional about my asking of how her test went. And she was so like overjoyed that I cared enough and then I paid attention enough to her, well, her response from me a few days ago saying that she had had a test that she was stressed about and she was studying for and that I cared enough to follow up and see how it went. And so it's like being genuine doesn't have to be this whole elaborate thing. It can be mm-hmm. such a small thing. Such a small example to say, hey, just want you to know, like, I'm thinking of you. I know you're having a hard day. I know that this is coming up, and so you've been super stressed. I just want you to know that I'm thinking about you, praying about you, and I love you. So good. Like, being genuine is just doing life with people and getting in the nitty-gritty, but also just saying, hey, I remember you said this, or – Hey, I remember you liked this coffee. I just, you know, I was passing through, so I bought you a coffee. Or, hey, I know you love coffee, and I know I don't have any time to reach you, Hmm. so I'm going to send you, like, a Dunkin' e-card. And here's five bucks. Enjoy a coffee on me. So good. Stuff like that is so, like, I know when stuff like that happens to me, I'm, like, so taken back, almost to the point of tears, because someone just cared and right. they just took a time, a moment in their day to be genuine and legitimately care about me, my feelings, and my life. And I know for me, I tell this to Josh all the time, one of the things that means the most to me is when someone asks me not only how am I doing, but asks me how Josh and how Jude are doing. Yeah. Um. Because it doesn't mean, like, they just care about me and like, oh, hey, how are you doing? But, like, they care about my family. Right. The two people in my life that... Mean literally the entire world to me. Like if you care about how they're doing too, I mean that just—I mean that's just everything for me. Like I love that. It's Just taking those simple moments to be genuine and care about people around you.
0: Yeah, and I and I just think like people are wanting that kind of like spirit in people. Yeah. Because you know uh, I was listening to a podcast actually on the way home. And it was talking on creating moments for guests in the hospitality industry and just like how um, moments in a hotel industry specifically can become very robotic, especially when you're checking a guest in, you know, your same spiel every single time. And so this guy was like kind of saying, no, instead of having the robotic spiel – create a special moment for each guest Hmm. you know find out what's going on in their life in that moment and i think the same is true for all of us even if you're not necessarily a very um extroverted person you can still find out what's going on in people's lives that makes them feel like oh you care
1: yeah
0: (laughs) and i think jesus did this like with his disciples he would pull guys aside and have conversations with, with them. And it was more than just, hey, Peter and John, yeah, go serve. Yeah. He like, no, 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 he cared about their heart. He cared about their family. He cared about who they were. And it bothers me that we have created in a society, not just the church, a culture that's just so unauthentic yeah. and is not genuine. It's yeah. fake. It's facade. And people want the real. And so it starts with us. For, the, for you who is listening right now, um, cultivating this and steward it in your lifestyle, start off with a family member. Yeah. You know, dig a little deeper. Don't just be like, yeah, how's the weather today? How are you doing? Like, no, dig deeper. Find out what's really going on in their life. Yeah, And for those that serve in church ministry, listen, it's it, getting a person recruited in your department, yeah, that's awesome. And, and on paper, just because you've recruited a lot of people, it might look like a big win. But can I tell you, the biggest win you could do is to steward them. Yeah. To know their kids' names, to yeah. know what they're passionate about, what they love. If you just want to recruit someone just to build your team and say, "Well done, I built a team," you fail. Yeah. And I did that for a short while in in my ministry career because there was this pressure of like having to get so many people involved, and and it would burden me with the number rather than showing the person care. Mm-hmm. And I realized, no, listen. I'm And you can go back and ask my leaders. I was not always the best at recruiting because I cared more about putting that person in their sweet spot and really getting to know them than creating this massive team that I don't even know. And I think it flows down into leadership too. I know the leaders that served with me, um, especially in student ministry, like they really cared about then the students and they cared about what was going on in their world. And I think that just flows down from the top. So if you're leading an organization or maybe you're just an associate and you you don't have a leadership role, um, you know, begin to steward that in your workplace. Ask your coworkers, hey, what's going on in your world? In fact, tonight um, I was having a conversation with one of our front desk uh, ladies, and I was just asking, you know, so to tell me about your life. Like what's, you know, tell me where you came from. And she has a really interesting story. Her um, She comes from Germany, um, Frankfurt, and so her, like her mom and dad went through World War II and all that stuff. So we mm-hmm. just started like building this connection because here's what I know if she knows that I'm just being authentic and real and genuine, there's going to be trust built so that when something happens in the hotel, there's going to be this relationship there that we can trust one another Mm -hmm. to be able to deliver excellent service or if there's a crisis. And and that is the same across any organization, across any church. I think in order to lead in a healthy environment, you have to promote a genuine heart and a genuine spirit.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I know for even like – our, our corporate office, you know, we, we tell our general managers and assistant general managers and, you know, anyone in leadership, we say, take care of the people, like, take care of your team, your people, because if you do that, it just like you said, it's going to flow down. Like, if yeah. we take care of our team members, our team members are going <coughs> to take care of our guests.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just a given. Like, if if we're constantly on them and we're not being genuine and then we're being fake with them, but then we want them to be genuine with our guests. Like that's not gonna work. Yeah. They're only gonna imitate what we show. And so it's we're not gonna lead by that like do as I say, not as I do. Like, hey, if if I want you to be genuine, I want you to be kind and like caring about our guests. Well gosh darn it, I better be kind and caring yeah. to you. I better be taking so true. um, you know, taking notes about what's going on in your life and and just wanting to be involved. You know, today before uh, really before you and I had ever actually like settled on what we were going to do our podcast on. Um, which just kind of, it's just a cool example of just taking such a short amount of time to make an impact. Um, but I got to work and I was like, Oh, it's been a while since I've done this. And so, I pulled out my sticky notes, and I wrote my team and my department um, a quick little, you know, sticky note. And I put it, because I get there before all of them, and I just, like, put it on all of their computer screens. So, when they walked in, I knew that they would walk into a sticky note that was just encouraging. Like, it could have been just like, hey, you're funny. I love that we, you know, get to work together every day. Hey, you mean so much to me. Um, Love doing life with you. Or, hey, you inspire me. Thank you so much for always – sharing your wisdom or whatever it is signed Becca done. Like it took what it took me a minute to right. write it out. But as I walked in, each of them were like, Oh wow. Like, wow. Thank you. Like, yeah. thanks for doing that. And that could have changed their entire morning. Cause I don't oh, yeah. know what they were facing. So it's those small acts of being genuine that really change the world. Yeah. Um, when you're frustrated and you have a lot of things going on, you know, it's those times where when someone pays for your coffee or just does something, smiles at you, you're like, oh, okay. Like, everything's <laughs> – not everything is horrible. <laughs> right. Like, there is good in the world. And so um, when you have the opportunity to be that person – to cultivate that genuine spirit. Um, I just encourage you to step up and take that. Yeah. Um, if you are are doing well, money wise, pay for the person behind you. Um, if you have the opportunity to help an elderly couple put their groceries in their car, be careful because it's COVID and then you might actually freak them out more. But (laughs) in general, (laughs) this is a nice thing. Yeah. Um, you know, you see someone pumping gas, maybe help them pump gas. um, Small little things that just take go you out of, mile. yeah, They go you go out of your extra mile, but you get out of your own world right. for a moment so good. to impact someone else's world. That's good. And we're so, we can be so self-absorbed that we don't see people around us. And so if you're self-absorbed and I'm self-absorbed, well, there's no genuine, mm-hmm encounter happening and so it takes someone stepping out of their own way to start that genuine train to continue on that's good um but yeah
0: yeah it's so go. good that's so good i think uh, the at the end of the day guys um this is something that we all need to, to, to continuously just work on to become better because it, if, if we're just all honest, I think the world, unless everyone decides to change, which, which is just not reality, um, it's going to continue to try to promote a fake facade atmosphere. And so we have to push against that and say, no, we're going to be genuine in every encounter and every friendship, um, every person we encounter. And I get it. Some days we don't bat 100, but yeah. we should make it our aim. To, to be genuine, especially with the people that we lead, especially uh, in the church world, I, I think in the church world, there's no excuse. If you are not a genuine leader in the church, I would say pause your leadership and come back when you can be. Yeah. Because, for example, the, the couple that I told the story about – they're searching for a different church, yeah, because of this. Because no one took time to really show interest, and yeah, and should they're
1: searching for a different church though, instead of just being like, "Well, right, this are Christianity, yeah, I don't want any part of it. Oh, like, it's but, just well, faith,
0: and and so yeah, let me hit on this real quick because they're mature in their faith, yeah, but for someone who for wasn't, most, unfortunately. they would probably leave the church because of that bad taste in their mouth. And I think, like, as church leaders, I used to do this a lot. And so I'll, you know, rag on myself. A lot of times I get in the mindset of, like, oh, well, they just need to be more mature. And we start shifting blame to them rather than just putting the spotlight on us and saying, like, actually, no, um, I should have reached out more. I should have done my job better. And so... Uh, I, I just think guys we, we got to be more genuine uh, we, we got to see a wave of just a genuine spirit hit hit our life because I think it's gonna make an impact uh, across the board in every uh, sphere of our life and, and where we have influence and so uh, thank you so much for ch- joining us tonight we hope that this podcast added value to your life oh. don't forget hit that subscribe button leave us a comment leave us a rating uh, and if you would love to support us monthly we would love you forever make sure you check out <laughs> Out the Patreon page. Genuinely love you forever. Genuinely, yes. Genuinely. Um, we love you guys and we will see you next week. See ya.